Warning! The Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out! You off, tell us a joke about dicks In the mix you got the desk not telling you where it's at Stephen Gord, oh my lord, bowing down to bone bat Podcasting your asses in nerdy masterful classes Speak the speak of the geek to all the internet masses Take your glasses off the set, I'm dropping bombs on your dome In your home, pull your bootstraps up, it's time to burn chrome Dirty jokes from the nerdy blokes Chewing on them Kirby loads Of that quirky counterculture wrapped up in their wordy show B-movie holy men, wombat metalhead Politics, amen, independent artist friends Renaissance guys of the full fan spectrum Nonchalant notables break through the bedlam of bullshit Quick wit, crickets of the populace Vulcan with some Romulus Rolling prime like Optimus You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh?
Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 181 of the Bone Bat Show. This is Steve. And this is Gord. Happy Halloween, man. Happy Halloween, Steve. <laughs> you sound positively joytastic and evil. It's our but- Halloween show. This is the funnest show of the year because you know what that means. Beer and candy, bitches. Beer and candy. Yeah, we're going to have a bunch of beer and candy this episode. We're totally going to pollute our bodies in a way that only old people who no longer care about living can do. That's us. <laughs> and we'll also listen to some bitchin' tunes. Uh, opening the show this episode, we had a song by our good friend Sam Haynes from London, England. Uh, he has a brand new Halloween album out called Dark Waves. That tune was the Witch House remix featuring Gary Bennett on guitar, I believe, because that tune has a bunch of guitar on it. And uh, there's going to be a bunch more music from both Sam Haynes and the latest edition of Monster Mashups as we continue the show. Cool. Because this is the time for scary music. We do scary music often, but this is the time for it, really. This is, yeah, this is... Prime time for it, I guess you say. Have you got candy? Oh, Steve, I've got candy. I set my barbarian child forth to get me some candy and some beverages. Mm-hmm. As our listeners know, I don't drink alcohol anymore, so I got some other things to pollute my body with. you're a big weenie. That's right, a big old pussy weenie is oh, me. I hit my head a bunch and I can't drink anymore. I don't drink alcohol. I suck. It's not for religious reasons. I it's not for health my, reasons. It's just, just because I hate myself. Too much. Yeah. Like, I could have fun. Nah, fuck that. Okay. So, right. from Gallery, the fine folks at Gallery, I have ice cube tray with gummy eyeballs. 14 awesome. ghoulish garnishes. And really, the thing is... Is that the I usual can, number in an ice cube tray? 14? I think that is a number of some ice cube trays. <laughs> But the good news is I can actually use the ice cube trays to make actual cocktails later. So there was a... Are the, there are was the trays all, eyeball shaped? I had an ulterior motive. No, there it's like a purple ice cube tray. Regular ice cube tray. Maybe a little Just smaller with eyes than normal, it. like cocktail size ice. And how are these gummies? They are um, pretty chewy. Eyeball number one was a blue one that I'm sampling. Is it the same consistency as when you eat a regular eyeball? Yeah. No. Okay. This is harder to chew. Except for the grizzly part, what's gross is I've actually had an eyeball, so I know the difference. Okay, yeah, that optic nerve. You can floss with it. Um, I've got an Alter Eco, that's E-C-O, um, chocolate bar, which I'm assuming all hippie candy saves again. the planet. It's organic. <laughs> uh, it says enlightened indulgence. Wow, it comes with its own cloud of smug. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a deep, dark, salted, burnt caramel, rich, buttery crunch. Hmm. And it is goddamn delicious. Okay. And so, I feel like I saved a species. So these are not the kind of gummy that have like actual fruit juice in them. So I'm going to give them about a five. They're not a great, they're not great when it comes to the realm of gummy, but you do get an ice cube tray. So there's that. Okay. Wow. And for three bucks, you get 14 of them. So if you can do math, what is that, like 20, 20 cents a piece or something? Something. Yeah. 
That's that's not terrible. It's just regular gummy. It's not like the the weed infused gummy, right? Well, I hope not. Shit. You're not going to be stoned as shit halfway through the show. No. It's the kind of gummy though, so the the top is clear with the pupil on it, and then it's got the white gummy in the backing, so it, lo- it does look like an eyeball. They oh, went the I whole, appreciate that. Yeah, they used all the gummy at their at their fingertips to make this scary eyeball. Well, I had delicious, delicious chocolate. It's probably better than yours. Okay, what, do you, what a, do you give it? I, I give this a five. I give this chocolate a, a goddamn ten. This is perfect. A this ten? is absolutely perfect. How yeah. do you start with a ten? You can't go anywhere from there. Maybe I can't. God, Maybe it's all going to suck from you here. Know what I didn't pisses know. pisses me off is My when chocolate? people do a survey where they rate shit and they start with a 10 because then you've got no place to go. All of a sudden, maybe your next candy is even better and you're like, oh, it's a 10 and a half and you've lost all credibility with me. It'll be 11. This one doesn't go to 11. <laughs> candy always goes to 11. And uh, I got to drink from, it says delicious Boots Beverages Okay, first of all, why would you name your beverages after something that stinks? Boots Beverages, refreshing. Maybe it's for named after the monkey in Dora the Explorer. Maybe you need to grow up a lot. <laughs> I'm not the one starting on 10. <laughs> well, on the other end, I haven't even tried this yet, but I can tell this is coconut cream soda because there is no God. This this looks horrible. Hor- do, you, do, you horrible. Not, do you not like coconut? I do not like coconut. Then why? Oh, you were kid about it. Yeah, it's horrifying. It's got a nice kind of creamy uh, undertaste with a big fat turd of coconut on top. I like in coconut. a liquid form. I probably would drink that. Oh, you probably would because you're disgusting. And then I'd put a dollop of mayonnaise in it just for you. You would. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you can make such good food and yet you have such terrible taste. Yeah, I know. There's no accounting for it. Jesus, you know, second and third drink of this, even worse. This is the opposite of my chocolate. Well, I, I said what pisses me off. What pisses you off? You know what pisses me off, Steve? What's that, Gord? I've been watching a lot of films lately, as you can imagine. And there is a common thing I found. People digging graves, trying to bury stuff. Digging with the wrong shovel. Wrong shovel. I wrong think, shovel. I think you see, if you've got a dead body in the trunk, any shovel you have at hand would be the right shovel. No, I don't think so. Because you see this deep grave that's dug in the earth, and they're standing there with like a flat nose shovel or a coal shovel. It, it's not a thing you could dig a hole with. It's a thing you could scoop gravel with. There's no fucking way you could dig a six-foot deep grave with a flat nose shovel. You need a spade with a pointy shovel tip that you can spear into the earth. I think you can if it was not a premeditated murder and you didn't have time to plan for a shovel. I don't know. Have you I ever think... tried to dig a hole with a flat-nosed shovel? Have it you ever tried to work. get rid of a body quickly? Not and admit it on a podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it, it depends on uh, if it's murder or manslaughter. <laughs> I just don't think it can be done. I've spent a lot of time on the on the business end of a shovel. So, so here's the scenario that I am I'm picturing. You're mm-hmm. driving down the road late at night, <laughs> and you yeah. hit the the old man in the street. Uh huh. You stop. You look at him. He's clearly dead. 
you open your trunk, there's a flat nose shovel, and you say, fuck it, and you kick him off into the river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't dig a hole with this. You're a terrible human being. <laughs> For lots maybe, of reasons. Maybe I use it to try to, like, chop pieces of him off to make him more, more manageable. But... <laughs> No, not digging a hole with that. Wrong oh, tool for the job. That's terrible. It's clearly directors have never done manual labor if they're putting these flat nose <laughs> shovels in where a spade belongs. And that pisses me off. I, I'm sorry about that, man. You know, oh. I, for, I forgot to mention what I was drinking. I'm drinking from what are you drinking? the fine folks at Great Divide Brewing Company in Denver, Colorado. Uh, S'mores Yeti Imperial Stout. Stout brewed with chocolate, marshmallow, and spices. It no tastes, Yeti? It tastes like a chocolate stout. You cannot, I cannot discern any marshmallow in this. But does it taste like a Yeti at all? It doesn't taste at all like a Yeti. Huh. Or at least no Yeti I've tasted. I'd say that that's false advertising then, because I know you've tasted many a Yeti. You know what pisses me off? Yeti taste? <laughs> when my Yeti beer doesn't taste like Yeti. Yeah. If you ordered a Sasquatch cider and it didn't taste anything at all like Sasquatch, you'd send it back. <laughs> You're weird. I know. All right. Uh, why don't we listen to a tune? All right. From the uh, aforementioned Dark Wave by Sam Haynes. This is a very cool cut. 1984, the Psychobilly version. I hope you dig it. Thank you. 
Dust creak and the tombstones quake. Spooks and poppers wait and wait. Happy haunts materialize. And me and you both realize. Grim gray ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. For a silly spook, place it by your side. Shrouded in your darkest eyes. They pretend to terrorize. Grim gray ghosts come out to socialize.
Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and you're listening to the Bone Bat Show. Mm, I like it. All right, we're back. This fine pre-Halloween evening. That, of course, was the 1984 Psycho Billy version from Sam Haynes and Gary Bennett. Off the 2019 release, Dark Wave. You can find that at Sam Haynes, S-A-M-H-A-Y-N-E-S, dot bandcamp dot com. Uh, following that, we had the Grim Grinning Ghost remix from Buddy Baker and Jack G off the brand new Monster Mashups to Play in the Dark, the new collection. Uh, this was off volume two, so the second CD. Go to the Monster Mashups page on Facebook or there'll be a link on the Bone Bat page. Uh, again, there's like 36 new mashup tunes, remixes, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, I'm only going to be able to play a few of them on the show, so you'll want to go get that. And it's absolutely free. Free? That's right. You can't beat that. That's like Halloween candy. You just went oh, in and said, treat, have... and it gave you music. Are we going to have more candy already? I'm down. I just opened I have... something that's not coconut. Okay, so what I've got here is a Melville Candy Monster Party Rice Treat. So it looks like a... It says Unique Handmade Sweets... And it looks like a like an ice cream bar on a stick, and yet it's sparkly and green and has three eyeballs. That sounds amazing. I hope it tastes at least half as good as it sounds My like it My guess is it's some sort of a Rice Krispie treat, but but they don't own the rights to Rice Krispie, so they can't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> rice. <laughs> Crispness. Well, I have uh, what appear to be... Low-budget Sour Patch Kids, maybe? Oh, yeah. Oh, good normally. I love the Sour Patch gummy sour thing. However, if there's anything that's more, like, painful to have on a fucked-up tooth, (laughs) I think my kid hates me. I think he hates me. Okay, so this is a Rice Krispie Treat. That has been frosted and then dipped in granulated sugar. This is so sweet. God. Ugh. That actually makes me kind of gag a little. Just yeah. Your description. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that's, no, I'm okay. That's super sweet, dude. <laughs> no, really. God I'm damn. just. <laughs> I think yeah. my blood just spiked. <laughs> I got another drink. I'm not drinking any more of that coconut crap. This is a okay. Sioux City prickly pear. Oh, I get it. See, he's saying, Dad, you're a prick. <laughs> Very subtle. This one's actually, I don't know, all right? But there's there's the Sour Patch Kid thing that's fighting with the flavor in my mouth. Oh, it's, okay. it's not a fair fight. Okay, I have drinks. Thank God. So this is, this is liable to be fucked up. This is something I found in the back of the fridge. It is a Kahlua espresso style martini made with coffee and smooth nitro foam ready to pour. No, no, that has too many things going on, Steve. Yes, I think so too. Isn't Halloween the season for excess? I think it is. Wow. That's not good. You know what? It's like coffee water. It's like coffee sugar water. There's probably booze in it. I can't taste it. But it's it's also too sweet. You need to rub a coconut on that. Probably do. 
Why didn't it come with some coconut like sprinkles or something in a bag mm-hmm. taped to the side? Yeah, just like a, a big dollop of coconut grease you could smear all over the rim. So do you have any weird stuff this week? Steve, I have some weird stuff. And honestly, it's weird stuff that you alerted me to. What? From, what? Yeah, from that bastion That's not like hard me. news, the World News Daily Report. That's not real news. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I feel that, that in this era of fake news, it's as real as anything else. <laughs> you, you've got a president calling the Constitution fake, so why can't a story about a man who was accosted by mermaids be real? Yes, a fisherman lost at sea for 14 days off the coast of Florida has been rescued by the Coast Guard. Alvin McAllister, 72 was found in a small rocky inlet 200 miles off the nearest coast where he was shipwrecked. He managed to survive off of seagulls, mussels, and urchins. McAllister, for whom doctors do not fear for his life, was found suffering from intense hallucinations possibly caused by dehydration and the toxins in the mussels he consumed. I guess it's not one of those months where you're supposed to eat mussels. McAllister who is believed to have ingested some form of toxins such as lead or mercury found in dangerous quantities in certain varieties of mussels, is under psychiatric evaluation. They say, although Mr. McAllister does present abnormal injuries and inflammation to the genital and anal area, it is highly unlikely that he was sexually exploited or sodomized by living sea creatures, and these are possibly self-inflicted because... McAllister asserts that while he was stranded on this island, he was forced to perform oral sex on the fish-like genitals of aquatic creatures, not only unto the women, but also unto the men. Yes, this is a man who was forced into uh, some sort of wild two-week-long orgy with the mer people. And that, my friends, is Gordon's weird stuff. You know, this would be... Laughable if it wasn't straight out of one of the greatest documentaries of all time. <laughs> exactly. Last Lovecraft, The Relic of Cthulhu, which we showed at the very first Bone Bat Film Festival. Uh, shout out to Henry Sane and Devin McGinn for uh, somehow predicting that uh, this would happen in the future and putting it in your movie. And the performance of Captain Olaf, who was so very brave to have handled it. In the first place. Nothing but fish rape. Why are you here, boys? Oh, oh. Man. I still remember watching that and laughing so hard. That scene was so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, a couple more tunes? Yeah, why not? You know, mashups are best when you don't know what they're going to do next. So uh, I'll talk about these after. Enjoy.
bone to us. I'm Tom Atkins. You're listening to The Bone Bat Show. Thrill me. All right. Uh, we're back once again from the latest edition of Monster Mashups. Monster Mashups to play in the dark. That was Sweet Dragula by Drawman, which is a mashup of Dragula by Rob Zombie and uh, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This by The Eurythmics. So that was kind of fun. Eurythmics. There's no the Eurythmics. Uh, following that, uh, the Phantasm theme song as remixed by Sam Haynes from the same release, but uh, Volume 3 to Sweet Dragula's Volume 1. So, hey, are we going to do the poems or what, Steve? Oh, fuck. We were supposed to do that before we did the last set of songs. This we? was your goddamn idea. Well, I wanted to mix it up and do something a little different. Sure. All right. Well, you let's a, do it then. You got let's, a poem this week? Are we going to do a poem off? Yeah, you told me. Poems at 50 paces. That's right. That's P-O-M-E. I mean, we're, okay. We're going to do the podcast like in an hour, and I'm like, okay. Steve says he wants a poem about ween. So here we go. Ab- about there ween? Wa- yeah. Did not did I misread that? Because I was going to talk about the man from Iraq. Halloween. Oh, shit. I, there <laughs> once was a man from Iraq who played violin with his cock with massive erections. He'd render selections from Johann Sebastian Bach. That's not the poem for this, huh? That's not the poem for this. Okay. Well, I got another, I got another, uh, it's also a limerick, but it is perhaps a little bit more Halloween. Halloween. Excellent. Let's let's try that. Okay. By uh, none other than Edward Gorey, who wrote, Hey, limericks as well as other things i love that guy he's great yeah he's a charming well-adjusted happy anyway there once was a young curate whose brain was deranged from the use of cocaine he lured a small child to a cop's dark and wild where he beat it to death with his cane huh a little upbeat (laughs) happy (laughs) is it cops or copes I always say cops. Is it copes? I've always said copes. Yes. I, I don't know. Okay. That's that one of those wrong. words you always read, but you never really hear until right now. And that's right. I, yeah. I very well could have got it wrong. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Edward uh, Corey, he, he did, he did uh, limericks with a, a lot of uh, bashings and, and beatings. There was one, he goes, uh, there was a young woman whose stammer was atrocious. And so was her grammar. But they were not improved when her husband was moved to knock her teeth out with a hammer. <laughs> I mean, whoa, this guy did children's stuff, too. Jesus Christ. Wow. Edward I'm Corey, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to need a beer for this. So uh, okay. I just popped open a Hellshire Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels from the people at Oakshire Brewing. And uh, what grabbed me about this was it's resplendent with the art of Sean Auberg of Goblin Co. So uh, you know him from Dungeons Degenerates, the board game. He was, I one it was of Goblinko. The... I've always called it Gob- Goblinko. I used to, but then I think that I heard that Sean says Goblin Co. So you can call it Goblinko. I'll call it whatever you call it. You should call it what you want to call it. But uh, yeah, Sean is awesome, and I love his art, and Dungeon Degenerates is a fun game, and right now at goblinko.com, there's tons of Halloween pins and cards and stickers, all kinds of cool shit, 
So uh, you should go there now and buy stuff. But the beer. How's the beer? It's a terrible pour. There's a lot of foam on it. Oh, fuck. That's good. Yeah? That's really tasty. Better than your last one, huh? Yeah, it's uh, got a lot more going on. A slight sourness to it. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Wow. Great stuff. Hellshire Imperial Stout Aged in Bourbon Barrels. That uh, That's a good drink right there. Damn. All right, well, I've got... What the hell is this? It's... Because it's absolutely necessary that I fuck the flavor of this good beer up. <laughs> you rub some coconut on it? I have... From Raindrops, Enjoy the Adventure... Candy taco, soft candy mix. There's a lot of ways that could go really crude. It's a cardboard taco that is essentially filled with gummy, cheese, lettuce, and meat. So it's like gummy worms. It's a string of gummies. It's just a bunch of gummy in cardboard. Just a bunch of gummy, yeah. Well, uh, I continue to get the subliminal messages from my son. He got me a... Gus, goose, maybe <laughs> soda that says this is not a, too sweet. This is a drink called a wet fuckhole. I wonder what my, <laughs> I wonder what my son is trying to say to me. <laughs> Dad, I would kill you with a shovel, huh? It's an odd name for a drink. Yeah, Gus, Valencia orange, not too sweet because Dad, you're not too sweet. I get it. I get it, kid. Thanks. You know what? This is actually pretty good. This is probably the the best thing I've had to drink this evening. This is probably the best you're going to (laughs) get. This is probably as good as it gets. Okay. This gummy is not bad. It's kind of hard to fuck up gummy. I mean, you can just... But they half-assed it. So they say it's a gummy taco. And inside of it, it's not like taco meat and tomato and, like, the bottom has gummy bears in it. Actual bears? Yeah, just the regular gummy bears. I mean... Oh, that's bullshit. They're, they're like mixing up their idioms. Clearly, yeah. the gummy bear is German. Right, and there's no such thing as a German taco. As God is my witness, this is true. All right. So, back to the poetry. I have All a, right. I have a poem by the one and only H.P. Lovecraft. Wow. Which is called, oddly, Halloween in a Suburb. Read on. The steeples are white in the wild moonlight, and the trees have a silver glare. Past the chimneys high, see the vampires fly, and the harpies of upper air that flutter and laugh and stare. For the village dead to the moon outspread never shone in the sunset's gleam, but grew out of the deep that the dead years keep. Where the rivers of madness stream down the gulfs to a pit of dream. A chill wind weaves through the rows of sheaves in the meadows that shimmer pale and comes to twine where the headstones shine and the ghouls of the churchyard wail for harvests that fly and fail. Not a breath of the strange gray gods of change that tore from the past its own can quicken this hour when a spectral power spreads sleep o'er the cosmic throne and looses the vast unknown. 
So here again stretch the vale and plain that moons long forgotten saw, and the dead leap gay in the pallid ray spread out from the tomb's black maw to shake all the world with awe. And all that the morn shall greet forlorn, the ugliness and the pest of rose, where thick rise the stones and brick, shall some day be with the rest and brood with shades unblessed. Then wild in the dark, let the lemurs bark and the leprous spires ascend, for new and old alike in the fold of horror and death are penned for hounds of time to rend. Lemurs bark? Lemurs bark. No idea. It was news I to me. Didn't I mean I, I don't doubt that they bark, it just seems not very uh Halloweenish. <laughs> not, not very scary, lemurs are. Lemurs were a lot scarier back in the early nineteen hundreds. <laughs> were they? Did they just get like a new agent and get total makeover? What they what were the bigger back happened? then. They were roughly oh. the size of bears. Yeah, that would be scary. Okay. Now I understand. Thank you for explaining the poem to me, Steve. You're welcome. (laughs) So, another tune? Another tune. You know what? We're just going to go crazy now. This is called Juice Busters off of the latest Monster Mashups compilation. Enjoy.
Hi, this is Ernie Hudson. And since I've been listening to the Bone Bat Show, I have seen shit that'll turn you white.
And we're back. It's true. Hooray. Did you miss us? Go us. us. I missed us. So again, that was Juice Busters by Grave Danger from the brand new release, Monster Mashups to Play in the Dark. I hope you dug it. Uh, That was a mashup between Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. and Lizzo's Juice. Blame it on her juice, Gord. Consider it done. I'm blaming that juice. And following that, we stayed with the Ghostbusters theme for one of my favorite all-time Halloween mashups. I can't get enough of this one. From DJ Cheeky Boy, Busta Ghosts. His amazing combination of Ghostbusters and Busta Rhymes. Uh, And then following that, I'm really digging Jack G's work on this latest Monster Mashups compilation. I played the uh, Grim Grinning Ghost remix earlier, and... uh, We closed that set with the Pink Elephants remix. I love what he is doing with the old Disney classics. It is so cool. I'd love to hear more stuff from Jack G. What do you say? Should we uh, do some multimedia triage? Multimedia triage! Or do you want to eat more candy first? Oh, God, give me candy. I want this orange thing. I don't even know what this orange thing is, but it's so bright. 
it's so orange it's in a plastic bag like a clear plastic bag like it came out of a bin or possibly was swiped off a hobo i don't know and it's it's just bright orange and it's covered in sugar and there's like pieces they're all different sizes and shapes it's got sulfurous sweet and peppery this, you know what this is? What? This is like a mango. This is like a dried sugary mango. A mango sliced. disguised as a what? <laughs> <laughs> this this is like pulled out of the bulk food bins. It's a sugary, uh, pep- peppery, su- semi-dried mango. Okay, so the previous years... I don't years, know that this qualifies as candy. The previous years when I've ended on just hot garbage... I'm not doing that anymore. Okay. So what are you ending on? I like this, by the way. I got a bottle of Dead and Dead from Rogue Brewery. Oh, yeah. Dead Guy Ale aged in Dead Guy Whiskey Barrels. I'm not fucking around. Aged in an actual dead guy. I'm taking one of my favorite beers, and I'm having a better version of it. So that I'm drinking. How do you know? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. And Guinness Chocolate Truffle. Ludicrously creamy, it says. <laughs> Creamiestly lewd. Yep. It's chocolate with Guinness in it. Okay. Awesome. That sounds good. Yeah, it's delicious. That's a good place to end. Yeah, this mango thing's pretty good too, even though it's not really technically candy. You said, you know, what it pairs well with that is coconut drink. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> so, multimedia triage. All right, the triage. You know, we just did a podcast like a day and I a know, half right? ago. Yeah. We haven't had that much time we to really consume that much media. And I watched about a million and sixty short films, but we're not talking about those here. I watched uh I watched the Joker movie, which you've not seen. And I'm glad yeah. that there, there's I'm... finally finally a hero movie for juggalos <laughs> no this movie was um i went into it with really no expectations uh-huh. and this movie was really really good it was bleak it was well acted it was well shot it was relentless it was exhausting it was not a happy film but this movie could have been completely its own thing outside of the uh out of the dc batman universe there was no superhero freaking anything you could have just said it's new york and not gotham and man it was cool you should as a guy who watches films if you want to watch a really depressing relentlessly depressing film this is a good one to watch did it feel like a joker movie Mm -mm. or did it feel like that could have been just a psycho guy it Psycho didn't, guy didn't have to be Joker. Absolutely, did not have to be Joker. It felt like what it was like a uh, taxi driver. It was like you were never really here, and it could have it could have just been its own thing. Didn't Joker nothing? I mean, he was a he was a goddamn disturbed, disturbed kind of scary Joker. True, mm-hmm. but um, the, the movie really stands on its own. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Huh. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I don't know. I mean, my, I, my hesitancy 
is the same hesitancy I had with Venom. It's like I, I don't know that I find a movie about a villain without a hero to juxtapose very interesting. So, maybe if you watch this movie not as a, a villain movie, but watch it just as a movie about a guy's descent, just just a character's descent from bad to worse, or or a character study on this on this fucked up individual and how he sort of comes into his own. But don't don't watch it as like an origin story or anything like that. Just take it out of the comic book universe and watch it for what it is. Okay, duly noted. And then on the flip side, I watched Book Smart. Flip side? Yeah, I watched Book Smart, uh, a high school rom com, which I only bring up because it was directed by Olivia Wilde. It was in the theaters for like a week. Yeah, it's the, the whole story behind this movie sort of makes me sad. Like it yeah. got really short dicked by the studio when it came to promoting it, and it looked super cute from the trailers, but. It was not around very long at all. And it was released like right at the time when there was a big movie coming out every week. So it was going up against things like Avengers and I don't know what else. And it just, it it almost never had a chance. Yeah. And it's in my, in my little town, the two theaters that are owned by the same company, they're showing the same films on like two screens in each theater every 15 minutes. Really? Did you really need to have that much Avengers or whatever was going on? You could have had that movie there for another three weeks easy. And it was it was a great movie. You should rent it. It's fun. It's another riff on the, oh, my God, it's the end of high school. We haven't been, whatever, to the big party, gotten laid, whatever. The nerds do their thing and come out in style at the very end of the, the high school year. But in this case, it's uh, it's a couple of girls one of whom is a lesbian, one of whom is not. They're best friends, and it's really a, a goddamn sweet movie, and you should you should watch it. And Olivia Wilde should make more movies, because I liked it. I absolutely plan to. What about you, Steve? What have you been watching with your okay, eye holes? Well, I've, uh, I've been really hitting the sort of spooky stuff hard uh, for Halloween, ramping up. Uh, one movie, which we're not going to talk about too much tonight, uh, just saw Satanic Panic that uh, Clinton McClung talked about last episode in our interview. Totally fun. We'll talk about it more in depth next episode, but uh, if you want to see it before Halloween, you won't be disappointed. Spend your six bucks or whatever on pay-per-view. It's totally fun. We'll get more in depth depth next episode because Gordon wants to watch it. Uh Uh, Let's see. Zombieland 2 we went and saw last week. Uh, Okay. Was it good? Yeah. It was okay. Oh, it was they it sort of followed the structure of the first one too closely, I thought, and it made it a little bit predictable. It did have some fun twists and uh, a couple of cool cameos in it, and there's actually two scenes afterwards. So, I would say if you really enjoyed love like if you loved the first one, definitely go see it. If you just thought the first one was okay or didn't like it, don't bother or wait till video. I, oh I, shit, I okay. Know. You know, it. I there was a reason why I was wondering because like it came out and the internet was totally quiet. All the people that I'm friends with who were into horror, nobody was talking about this movie, and that seemed a pretty good indicator that it was just going to be okay. And it is just okay. Yeah, I thought the first one was just okay. So this one, yeah, oh, for you, if you just, it. if you thought the first one was just okay, wait for video. There's no reason to see this in the theater. Good to know. 
This show performs a service, goddammit. It does. Did we talk about it too? You and I talked about it at length, but I don't think we did it on this show. Okay, it too. Good, but long. Fuck, they could have edited a good half hour out of it. How many times do children need to face their demons? Oh my <laughs> An extra hour, God. apparently. Seriously. So, if you saw the first one, you're kind of in. You've already anteed, so you might as well see it. At this point, I don't know if it's still in the theaters. There are better choices. I'm glad I saw it. Stephen King has a cameo in it as a uh, yeah. antique shop owner, which is totally fun. That was great. And there's some cool stuff in it. There's uniformly bad CGI when there shouldn't be, which was really weird. So, I don't know. Could have been better. Could have been better. I almost felt like they, they felt like they were competing with the first film. Well, the first one did great, and it was three and a half hours. So, this one has to be long, too. <laughs> eh, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, fighting with the boss monster. It, it's, it was like one of those games where you think you killed the boss monster. And like, oh, no, it comes it's back. Like, it but is then... like Borderlands where you kill it. <laughs> And then the health bar fills up again. <laughs> but there was no health bar. So how do you know? Yeah. And those poor kids over and over again, too. It wasn't like <laughs> right. it just happened once. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then spoiler alert, the way they finally defeat boss monster is dumb as fuck. But it's right yeah. out of the book, dude. It's, I didn't say it wasn't. Okay. I so... did appreciate that the movie continually made fun of how poor the book's ending was. That was great. <laughs> It was like Stephen King wanted to, you to know. He wanted to make absolutely sure you know that he knows that the end of the book was garbage. And I, I appreciated that. You know, I never thought that the end of the book was garbage. I know. You're like the only person who liked the end it of the was, book. Even the a, author doesn't like the end of the it book. It was a homage to H.P. Lovecraft. I get it. It was a homage to not knowing how to end a story. It's a magic bicycle, and there's deadlights, and, uh, and well, I don't know. We'll ride the bike, and then... <laughs> gangbang! <laughs> and then we'll have the scene that we'll never put in a... There's, right. there's only one way we can end this. With a child We talked gangbang. about it. <laughs> we all need to have, like, a big old pedo gangbang. So, go. Thank God they left that out, right? I'm... Yeah, I don't see that really going onto the screen. No. I wouldn't have flown in any way, shape, or form. I don't know how you get Jessica Chastain to sign on if that's still in the screen. <laughs> the sensor just comes out and shoots you. <laughs> Doesn't even say a word. Boosh. Okay, so, yeah, it too is a thing. See it or yeah. not. I don't care. Uh, creep show. <laughs> creep show. I'm sure there's a lot of disappointed pedophiles that uh, <laughs> watch the movie. About but... Stephen King, uh, Creep Show on Shutter, the new series. A lot of people are pissing on it. I think it's super fun. I'm totally enjoying it. I think we're three episodes in so far that we've watched. So each episode, you know, opens with the comic booky, crypt keeper type of you know crypt creep show character. And has segues into the next story. There's two 15-minute shorts well within each episode. Cool. And uh, I don't know, man. It was weird because a number of people that I totally respect, the minute it came out, were pissing on it. 
and I didn't see it right away, and every episode I've watched, I've totally enjoyed. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm the weird one. But I thought it's totally fun. It's on Shudder. You can get two weeks of Shudder for free right now. So, go to the Bonebat Facebook page for the uh, discount code and do that because you can watch uh, Joe Bob is going to have a evening of horror on the 25th. You can catch that, and you can catch a bunch of cool movies like One Cut of the Dead, which is a like amateur handheld Japanese movie until it isn't. It's totally fun. You should definitely see it. So there's a lot of good stuff on Shutter right now. Right on. And Creep Show. Creep Show. And I heard there's a, you told me there's an episode that's directed by Rob Schaub. Written by Rob Rob Schaub. Yeah, of Scud, the disposable assassin fame, which is a fantastic graphic novel that you should also read if you haven't yet. The Nazi werewolf story is Rob's. So, Watch that. I'm going to find it and watch it for sure. Totally cool. Uh, so I uh, just wanted to mention uh, last episode, uh, we talked with uh, Steve Lang of Stab and Cabin. Uh, we got to visit that last week. That was super fun, man. Last I heard, there were still some tickets available for Halloween. So snatch those up while you can, kids. But uh, I hope he brings it next year because it was totally fun. It was a great time. Uh, you know, something totally different that I wasn't expecting. Uh, it's got a great mix of humor, and the choreography is ultra-violent. The killer gets after it. And so it's like a, a sort of a mix of real horror in with the comedy and jokes that the improv actors are relating. And it was just a great time. Uh, additionally, we did the Evil Dead 2 Escape Room from Hourglass Escapes, and that was a blast as well. It totally has the Evil Dead vibe. But, uh, man, a ton of puzzles, and we barely got through it. Uh, we went with Eric Morgret from the Crypticon Film Festival and his wife, and Julie came as well. We got through it with a minute, seven seconds left. Woo! So just barely. And uh, really has the Evil Dead flavor. It's totally fun to be solving puzzles in that weird old cabin. So uh, if that sounds cool, they've actually got the license for the next two years, so you can... Go visit that anytime. It's not over at Halloween, and I would recommend you do so. Cool. That's all I've got, man. Oh, that's all I've got. That and this shitty coconut soda. <laughs> well, why don't we listen to a couple of more songs, and then we'll get out of here. All right, cool. All right, uh, once again from Sam Haynes, Dark Wave 2019. This is called October People.
This is Joe Bob Briggs, and you're listening to the Bone Bat Show. And we're back, uh, wrapping things up. The tunes there again. October people from Sam Haynes. You can find him at samhaynes.bandcamp.com. The tune was taken from Dark Wave, the highly acclaimed 2019 release from him. Uh, check it out if you like things like Carpenter Brute and other Dark Wave bands. It's uh, excellent. Listen. Uh, then following that, Strange DNA, Kendrick Lamar versus Stranger Things. From Monster Mashups to Play in the Dark Volume 3. Another great cut from that compilation. Our usual bullshit. You can reach the show at 425-296-6557 or via email to steve at bonehand.com. You can find new content at bonehand.com every once in a while. It's also the home of the Heavy Half Hour. That's the premier metal show on the entire internet, I believe. No. It is. It's not true. It's the Yeah, it is. I wouldn't lie about metal shows. You wouldn't? No. Never done it. Won't start now. And you can find my stuff at MightyWombat.com. As we are podcasting, I'm actually doing a cartoon with my hands. Yes, cartoons up every once in a while at MightyWombat.com. We have a Facebook page where we do silly crap. I have a Facebook page for MightyWombat.com where... All this month, I've been doing the Inktober thing every day, doing another little sketch to entertain myself, entertain you, and occasionally the aforementioned cartoons. You can follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, I'm Bonehand over there. We also have a Bonebat Twitter feed where we post uh, show information, information about uh, Bonebat bands when they have new releases or shows, and uh, also Comedy of Horrors Film Fest info. So that's a good place to follow for that. Uh, Instagram, we are Bone Bat there as well. Pictures, film festival info. Uh, and uh, that's about it. Thank you for listening. If you like what we do, please spread the word and tell a friend. Tonight, for our final song, we're going to do something a little different. Okay. What are we going to do? I hope this thing's in tune. I just got a ukulele, Gordon. <laughs> Rub a little cream on that. It'll, it'll clear right up. So, uh... As you know, uh, Kirby Crackle, we've been longtime fans of uh, Kyle and his work. And uh, one of my favorite Kirby Crackle songs is wholly appropriate for Halloween. It's called Zombie Apocalypse. I'd like to dedicate this song to Kyle and Kirby Crackle. And uh, happy birthday, Kyle. Uh, It's Kyle's birthday this week. So uh, I wanted to wish him a happy birthday as well. Uh, So Gord's going to help me out with this a little bit, I think. I think. uh, I hope you enjoy it. Once again, this is Steve. This is Gord. Have a good one. I do have a good one. Ready? No. Let's go. One, two, three, four. Walking in the mini mart, there's food on the floor. There's carts everywhere, it's covered in gore. I just wanna buy some snacks and get back home. But these ghouls are trying to gnaw my bones. 
When I finally get home, I turn on the TV. The undead on the evening news is all I can see. So I pop in a movie and I try to relax. Listen to me while I tell you some facts. Zombie apocalypse is messing up my week. The internet is always down. Can't even post a Facebook meme. Zombie apocalypse, it wouldn't be so bad if the zombies hadn't bitten my mom and dad. I decapitated them and now they're buried in back. I called my friend Gord up to drop by my place. By the time he reached my door, he was missing his face. While I feel kind of bad that I did not let him in. Without his lips, he still had a grin. Grin! Zombie apocalypse is messing up my week. Hard to watch the stranger things. All the cries and screams Zombie apocalypse I'd rather fight a shark Well, I read in a book That you can punch him in the eye But sharks aren't my problem Yeah, and zombies are I've never seen so many girls Outside without any clothes on Normally I think that's awesome But it's actually a turn-off Cause I'm not into necrophilia That's a fact Zombies moving slow I feel like Jackie Joyner Cause they like the popular kid in school And everybody wants a piece of me But they can't Cause I like my pieces intact It's getting kinda lonely out here by myself The food's running low, there's dust on the shelf But at least I've got Gord playing games in the shed Which is much better than being undead Player two has entered the game